0: what's up everybody welcome to metal mondays how about that we'll do a viking Wednesdays and blues fridays sounds good to me uh hope you guys had a very merry christmas happy holidays good weekend with your family or whatever you were doing oh, we've got plenty to discuss in this one last week of the year man last week of 2022 what'd you guys feel about this year good bad i was at the gym today and the radio they were playing there the radio program was like, "Oh yeah, thank God 2022's over." It seems to always be the sentiment with everybody at the end of a year. They're like, "Happy it's gone and just waiting for the next year." And you know why that is? That's because people were lazy. and They didn't take advantage of the year. They procrastinated everything and they're going to try to make next year a better one. You know, they'll do the resolution bullshit and they'll do whatever they think they're gonna do for like a week, give it up. No, take advantage of every freaking day you have. People saying the year sucked, I don't think it sucked. Yeah, sure, some stuff did, but don't get me wrong, I think the people that said it sucked and it was a horrible year just didn't take advantage of it. Right? You might hate hate me for saying that, but whatever. Uh, All right, guys, we're gonna discuss in this one, new Twitter files that came out part nine and 10. Part 9 was covering how the CIA was messing with Twitter to censor. And Part 10 was taking a look at COVID. How Twitter was censoring the COVID conversation. We also got Kerry uh, Lake's lawsuit being dropped by the judge. So that happened the day before Christmas. Timing of everything, just odd. Um, Brazil updates. And a bunch of other stuff too. We've got a few instances of people dying suddenly. I guess the the way they say it these days, they died suddenly, died unexpectedly. Couple of them, I'm like, eh, I don't think it's vaccines, but one of them I'm like, yeah, it's probably a vaccine. Uh and then we'll talk a little bit of geoengineering towards the end. And what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, what's this one? Oh yeah. Substations in Washington, more power plants getting, uh, they're calling it vandalized, but I talked about this a week or two ago. There were some substations, power substations in North Carolina. And then the same day there was like one in Washington, one in Oregon that got hit. And it looked like a professional job. It looked like, uh, these guys know what they're doing sort of thing. Not just your average your average hoodlums vandalizing a substation. Um, And then yesterday on Christmas, four substations in Washington, again, Washington, got hit. So weird stuff going on. Maybe more professional groups doing these things than one would think. Uh, And a lot of other things we'll be talking about too. So without further ado, let's get into it, guys. First order of business, shout out to today's sponsor, Virtual Shield VPN, Virtual Private Network Service. I mean, we're learning with these Twitter files. We saw the back end of what these Twitter employees see, and they can see your IP address. These websites, especially these social media platforms, they can see your IP address and then very easily search that if they would want to type it in and figure out your general location. Uh, shield yourself, protect yourself, hide your IP address. A VPN can help you do that. Virtual Shield's VPN is incredibly cheap. It's just three bucks a month, three fifty a month for two years. So for three fifty a month, you can shield your IP address. You can safely surf the web, especially if you're in public, at a coffee shop or at an airport or something like that. Very good idea to have a VPN on, especially if you're on a public network. And lots of other ways you can use it as well. So link for this virtual shield deal will be right down there in the description below. A couple of thank yous to give here. Uh, thank you country girl for those those gold pills on foxhole. Hi, just listen to my substack. Yes, so I did put out a new substack podcast today. I called it Processing the Five Stages of Great Awakening Grief, a discussion moving through denial, anger, bargaining, depression, And acceptance what psychologists call the five stages of grief processing or trauma processing so I talked about all those stages in terms of the Great Awakening or waking up to the reality of the illusion that we have here so I think it was a good conversation go check it out I'll put a link for this also in the description below and then let's see here oh also on substack I have this running list of all Twitter files releases so I wrote this up last week. I put it out and, uh, since we have a part nine and a part 10 Twitter files drops, I went ahead and updated this with parts nine and 10. There we go. And then I put uh, with each of these entries, I put a notable tweets list. So three or four of the most notable tweets that were in the whole thread. I put a link to the thread reader for each Twitter files drop as well to make it easy to read the whole thread and an overview about what the whole thing was about. So I'm gonna keep this going as long as we get Twitter files drops because who knows how long it'll go for. It's already three and a half weeks in and we've got 10 parts. So we get one about every three or four days-ish and this'll be an easy way to keep track of it all and then go back and reference old ones if you wanna read them or share them. So there's that. And speaking of those Twitter files releases, yes, we got one on Christmas Eve and then one today, one on Christmas Eve and one in today. So uh, the Christmas Eve one, let's take a look at that. That came from Matt Taibbi, and this one is called Twitter and, quote, other government agencies, OGA's, as they're being referred to. And that's exactly what this Twitter drop was discussing, how. Well, there were two main takeaways from this one. Number one is that one of those OGA's, other government agencies, was the CIA. So that is uh, totally admitted by these FBI agents that were working with Twitter. This FBI agent that's been featured in some of these threads, Elvis Chan, the FBI, FBI San Francisco special agent, he and or she, I don't know the gender, I'll just call them a they person, they FBI agent in San Francisco, probably a they person. Um, They asked a Twitter exec to bring an OGA, an OGA to an upcoming conference. This was in June 2020, and OGA in Intel community speak, speak on the Hill, Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C. It's a euphemism for CIA. So there were CIA officers definitely at these conferences, also with the FBI, we also learned that there were some local police departments. Yeah, OGA stands for Other Goofy Assholes. That's, that's for sure. We also learned in part nine here from Matt Taibbi that local police departments, such as, where do we have here? I think they referenced the Baltimore Police Department, were literally hiring staff. They had officers on hand just searching keywords. Whether it was admin staff or somebody employed at the Baltimore Police Department. Where's the uh, tweet here? San Francisco office. Baltimore field office at their headquarters, police department. They were just doing keyword searches for violations. Just keyword searches. Oh, was this the police department? No, it might have been the FBI, Baltimore field office. I thought it was the police department. Um, but the Baltimore field office, they literally had agents on staff just doing random ass keyword searches, just looking for people to ban. Basically what it's saying here, just hire FBI Fred here to FBI fed boy, Fred, boy, Fred, fed boy, Fred to search, whatever the heck stop the steal Q and, an. and ban people. And then we also had a tweet detailing how, there were far more than just Twitter talking to the feds, talking to the government to censor content, platforms like Pinterest, Facebook, Google. Ah, sorry for all this scrolling, kind of out of order here. But we had Facebook, Google, Pinterest, all of them. All of them were coordinating, talking to the uh, government to censor content. So those are the main takeaways from part nine. And then part 10, how Twitter rigged the COVID debate. Actually back to part nine real quick. You know, one thing the FBI is trying to pass it off as is being misinformation and fake stuff, but we have direct evidence, right? We have evidence coming into the public domain that's telling a whole huge story behind all of this, that's why we have 10 plus threads here. So for the FBI to just pass it off as misinformation, of course, what do you expect from them? Also to see the CIA get involved in multiple emails from 2020. Here's Jim Baker even talking about the CIA getting involved. Obamagate, Spygate, FBI lawyer guy, Jim Baker. And then we're also learning that Foreign Influence Task Force the 80 FBI agents that were tasked with perusing big tech for content to censor. Ooh, looks like we had two FBI agents at these meetings, not just one. The the foreign influence task force was way bigger than just 80, 80 FBI agents. So there you go. Where's that list of tech companies? I can't find it here. So, part 10, how Twitter rigged the COVID debate by censoring info that was true, but inconvenient to U.S. government policy, by discrediting doctors and other experts who disagreed, and by suppressing ordinary users, including some sharing the CDC's own data. Yes. Even if you agree with the government, you will get censored well these weren't people who were agreeing these were people who were just using the government's own data to prove the government wrong like oh how dare you prove how stupid we are we're gonna ban you for that i wish the government would just ban itself so there were a few doctors featured in this thread who were using cdc graphs and spreadsheets Uh, directly proving CDC's own recommendations wrong. And this particular thread also says that uh, it wasn't just the Biden administration, but it was the Trump administration that also directly pressed Twitter executives to moderate the platform's pandemic content according to their wishes. Now, I want to make a note on this because we're learning that the Trump administration, they were pressing Twitter to censor uh, or curate content about panic buying. They came looking for help from the tech companies to combat misinformation about runs on grocery stores and misinformation that could stoke panic buying and behaviors. So, not good. We don't want the government, even the Trump administration, to work on censoring content from these tech platforms. Granted, if these tech platforms were to blatantly promote misinformation themselves, then should there be government regulation? That's an argument to be had. But here, Trump administration pressuring tech companies to censor. Not about vaccines, though, is my point. Not about vaccines, not about masks, not about lockdowns. This was very early on stuff about panic-inducing content, right? So it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. Far different from what the Biden administration was trying to censor, which was, of course, anti-vaxxer accounts. Ooh. When the Biden admin took over, one of the first meeting requests with Twitter executives was on COVID. The focus was on, quote, anti-vaxxer accounts, especially Alex Brenson and the... Then just a few days after uh, Biden said on social media that companies were killing people for allowing vaccine misinformation. That was last summer, two summers ago, excuse me, summer of 2021. Biden said social media companies were killing people for allowing vaccine misinformation. Alex Branson was suspended. Ooh, only hours after that comment. Just a few hours. Branson, of course, sued. And then in the legal process, was able to release a few internal communications from Twitter, but we also had plenty of others taken down in the pressure campaign. Let's see here. Oh, we even learned that uh, contractors, Twitter was hiring contractors overseas in places like the Philippines to moderate content. And they were given decision trees to aid in the process. How cute. Decision trees. Maybe those will help offset all the carbon and help with the climate change. So contractors were being bought overseas in the Philippines. Probably didn't even know what most of these words were. But if the AI bot from Twitter said censor, they pressed the button. I guess maybe that shields their liability or something like that, because they're not in America censoring the content. Um, let's see here. A good point that, uh, David Zweig, which is actually a new guy. So there's five people now that have put out these Twitter files. Taibbi, Barry Weiss, Schellenberger, Lee Fang was a new guy who did last week's, one of last week's drops. And now we have a fifth guy, person, male and female, David Zweig, Zweig. So, new guy putting these out, but he made a good point in that these AI bots and content moderation tools that used machine learning that Twitter was using to curate content, uh, while impressive in their engineering, are still too crude for such nuanced work. Exactly. It's nuanced work. It's funny, I'll see some of these... Mainstream media, blue checkmark clowns. They'll get banned. And then they get pissed. And sorry, oh no, Twitter. I was, I was sharing this QAnon content to say how crazy and conspiracy theory it was. And then they get banned for it. It's freaking hilarious. I've seen it a few times. I laugh every single time. Karma, bitch. Gotcha, bitch! And then uh, they whine. They're like, no, I'm trying to call out this anti vaxxer content. Ah, they get banned for it. Anyway, um, let's see. What else we got in this one? With COVID, this bias bent heavily toward establishment dogmas. No shit. Uh, here's an epidemiologist at Harvard Medical School. He tweeted views at odds with US public health authorities and the American left. And he got a bunch of tags. Oh, he even got talked about in internal Twitter emails. Ooh, how dare a Harvard professor go against the grain? He probably got shunned by the whole university, man. He probably got, everybody turned his back on at Harvard. That's surprising. Uh, let's see, a few other docs and people discussed in this one, but yeah. CDC's own content being labeled misleading and censored. So good stuff. Fauci is not mentioned in this one. I will say that. Fauci was not mentioned in this drop. So I don't think this is the last of the COVID Twitter files. I think we're definitely going to be getting more. Probably in the next couple of days even. Especially within the next week. And I think Fauci would probably be named in the next week or two. So uh you're ready. Elon Musk over the weekend saying almost every conspiracy theory that people thought about Twitter turned out to be true. He said this on video during what was this a Twitter Spaces talk or some some videos released over the weekend. He was he was saying that every conspiracy theory people had about twitter turn out to be true he's become man he used to be such a darling for the left such a darling combating that climate change and making his electric vehicles oh man elon musk he's gonna propel us into the future that guy there now they hate him now they hate his guts they hate his freaking guts everything woke turns to shit and they hate twitter too so many of these blue check marks which you can't call them blue check marks anymore kind of a bummer because now anybody can buy a check mark eight dollars but these blue check mark propagandists on twitter god they're complaining so much about twitter they just call it like the bird app now they don't even call it twitter and they're all migrating over to these left-wing echo chamber platforms. Mastodon is one of them. One's called Mastodon. One's called Post. Have you seen that one? It's just called Post. They say they have hundreds of thousands of followers and hundreds of thousands of more waiting to sign up on a wait list. Yeah, bullshit. Those are just all the bots that can't be posting on twitter anymore so people are sending their click farm bots over to these other shitty websites uh and there's one more oh what was that last one that just came out i can't remember the name of it but uh there's like three or four of them that they're all running to just to not know jerk each other off on a platform where they won't get they won't get anybody criticizing them so all right, let's talk. Carrie Lake's election challenge, Arizona judge rejects it on Christmas Eve. What a what a happy present! Thanks. Good. Um, so, yeah, bummer. I mean, for sure, bummer. Was it expected? Did we have any expectations? You know, at this point, you kind of can't. But granted, I think this is the best effort, the best lawsuit that we have seen exposing election fraud and trying to decertify or get a new election or make right a wrong election. This judge seemed fair. He seemed fair during the proceedings and real quick, just a few days. Yeah, right. Comment came in, said, maybe the judge got threatened. Yeah. Sometimes people say, Occam's Razor. The most simplest something or other explanation is the right one. Occam's Razor. Uh, No hate to Red Pill 78. I know he's got a show called Occam's Razor. But sometimes simple is subjective can be a relative thing (laughs) uh and yeah paid off blackmailed threatened sometimes sometimes it's a little more complicated complex yet simple for these explanations for conspiracy theories and it's not always the most simple that makes sense we don't quite live in that simple of a world sometimes we do sometimes it's not nuanced i like that word Judge, paid, threatened, blackmail. I, I would probably lean more towards threatened or threatened. If if there was any kind of skullduggery with the judge, threatened. Paid off. He seemed fair. He seemed fair and all right, but I don't know. Maybe that was cover. Maybe he was just acting because he knew he was going to swing it the whole time. But the cartel is strong down there in Arizona. They got a lot of power and is pretty dirty, dirty area of the country. What area of the country is not dirty these days? I know there are some, don't get me wrong, but it's tough to even name a state because even in within, even within each state, there's more clean areas and, dirty areas but yeah arizona bad southwest southwest is gnarly new mexico nevada arizona california they're all for sale yeah they are ain't they so who knows how far this will have to go um all eyes on brazil all eyes on brazil We'll be talking about Brazil in a few minutes, but depending on what happens in Brazil, we got millions of people out protesting. We got Bolsonaro possibly doing things with the military, and uh, people wanting to just totally rip that Supreme Court out of their uh, <laughs> out of their country. All eyes on Brazil, and then we might have to get to a point where higher powers have to intervene. Here in America, kind of getting to that precipice point, huh? So hopefully it doesn't go kinetic or nothing, uh, nothing violent happens like that, but justice does need to be served, doesn't it? So in Arizona, we clearly have, I mean, what do we call this? Treason? To certified especially if you're knowingly right keyword, knowingly certifying rigged elections, elections that were clearly beyond reasonable doubt, beyond a shadow of a doubt. What's the legalese they use to describe a situation when it's so batshit obvious that you're clearly negligent or culpable or compromised in letting it slide. Maricopa elections director lied under oath. He admits he knew about ballot printing issues. 19-inch ballots, clearly proven in this court case. Proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. Beyond a shadow government of a doubt. You had the 19-inch ballots. You had Katie Howe's defense. It was absolutely trash. You had the affidavits that Kerry Lake's team brought out the data itself. I mean, nothing changes if nothing changes. Indeed. What's that Albert Einstein quote? Even though I can't really stand Albert Einstein, I think he's far overrated, and his uh, theories aren't that great. But uh, you can't solve a problem with the same consciousness used to create it, or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. General quote. Same thing, right? same thing but hey that's why i guess spreading awareness and spreading consciousness about what's gone on is the first step the most crucial step the step that begets the others that's what we got to do uh and then yes the signature verification that was clearly like stamped or used ai to uh yeah that's what we learned as well the ai used to program some of these things. Man, that's stuff going on there. All right, and then 2024 20, election. So Mike Pence filed to run for president in 2024. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens in 2024. Uh Let's just say it'd be easy competition for Trump to destroy, wouldn't it? Why why would Mike Pence even think he has a chance, which is the I think the million dollar question here. Does Mike Pence really have a chance? Probably not. So why is the reason he's running? I think there's a few arguments that could be made for that. Uh <laughs> Sorry guys, if you if you uh put comments like that. I'm going to have to mute you. I understand your sentiment, but control your emotions, my friends. Control your emotions. Um someone said about Einstein, he was a smart dude in a dumbass time. I've heard that Einstein was kind of a scammy ass dude that stole his ideas from other people and his theories weren't even that consistent with the way the universe works so anyway pence runs easy competition was that the point split the vote or to kind of force the vote one way if you know what i mean nobody's gonna be voting for mike pence even mike pence knows nobody's gonna be voting for mike pence so if anybody were to run for for GOP nomination right now, you would kind of want it to be Mike Pence, <laughs> if if you're a Trump, fan, if you want Trump to win, right? Because that would kind of influence people one direction, if you know what I mean. So easy pickings. Um, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Next, what do we got next? Ah, uh, yes, Trump with statements on Mitch McConnell. Suggesting that McConnell could be blackmailed by the Democrats. Hmm. The Marxist Democrats must have something really big on Mitch McConnell. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Trump talks about China at the end of this post, too. Which Mitch McConnell's wifey is Chinese isn't she and what's the company she's the head of isn't it a large grocer mitch mcconnell's wife what grocer was it remind me chat so yeah no doubt freaking these both sides of the aisle man both sides of the aisle tons of blackmail on them tons of blackmail on them which why you find uh you find a. Uh, anybody i guess in government office that doesn't have blackmail on them they're gonna <laughs> try to roast him out of there that's kind of why trump's different i guess they don't have all that blackmail on him he kept himself clean didn't drink didn't do drugs kept himself clean and built up enough money to protect himself for his political journey Was it a shipping company that Mitch's wife was a part of? Or is it Kroger's? Kroger's sounds close. And a shipping company, too, maybe. It It was some company like that. Food or logistics. So, yeah. Bitch McConnell. All right, Brazil update. Military movements continue. The armed forces have to act. We're getting more video footage of all kinds of military movements going around Brazil. And remember, Brazil doesn't have a a massive military... Nothing like America. You see, depending on where you live, I mean, most areas, you're going to be seeing quite constant military movement. When I was living in Washington, I was between... Navy base, Navy base, Army slash Air Force, Joint Base, another Navy base over there, Naval Airfield. So all the time we were seeing military movement. And there's all kinds of bases and whatnot in this country. In Brazil, other countries, they don't have as big of a military or as much movement with it around. So stuff like this in places like Buenos Aires on the beach and what are these? soccer fields in in brazil military posting up another video here in a different city looks like stuff's happening uh in this particular article this article is about a bunch of protesters who are uh in front of the supreme court because there's a tribal leader in brazil who was arrested a couple weeks ago for protesting all these people are out breaking through barriers around the Supreme Court. This was yesterday. These protesters broke barriers around the Supreme Court and now they're uh, really trying to be forceful about demanding this tribal leader being released. Uh, Let's see, Gateway Pundit wrote a timeline. I think it was this article, where's that timeline? Here it is. All right, let's read this timeline. Give some helpful data on how this story goes. By law, Bolsonaro should have left the presidential palace 15 days before power is handed over to Lula on January 1st. That didn't happen. Army, Navy, and Air Force commanders Lula wants to replace have also remained in position. So if the military commanders of those branches are staying in place. Okay. I'm listening. Protests continue all over Brazil. The pro-Lula... Supreme Court has decided to buy its own APCs. Uh, I'm taking that as being armored personnel carriers. They're buying their own armored personnel carriers. So, okay, interesting. The armed forces have begun exercises all over Brazil and signed a national mobilization order. A la video footage we're seeing. The Minister of Defense called up the reserves and called for volunteers to join the reserves. Okay. Bolsonaro relocated 300 staffers to the presidency. Bolsonaro nominated 12 new diplomats, which which the Senate approved. Bolsonaro transferred many generals and promoted others, strengthening his support. Bolsonaro authorized huge quantities of gasoline to be bought to fuel tanks and APCs, and the Ministry of Defense expropriated areas reserved for nuclear energy. Oh, there's a few more. Ministry of Defense signed up companies for the so-called Estado de Mobilization de Guerra, Mobilization State War. The par- parliament has gone on holiday, so there will not be interference from the Senate. Lula has only a few days to make deals with the party. The governor of Rio Grande do Sul broke off his relationship with Lula. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. We've got how many days to the first? Six days now? Six days till the first? Gonna be uh, be some fireworks in the next week in Brazil, and then that'll sure uh, spur some calls for action here in the United States. That's for sure. All right, another overseas country, China, deploying seventy-one warplanes two skies around Taiwan. Great. bunch of their most advanced warplanes, their fifth-generation fighters flying over Taiwan. I'm surprised China hasn't tried something more drastic already. I think last year in the summertime, I was thinking that uh, China was going to try some sort of October surprise and send in an invasion into Taiwan. Thankfully, I was wrong. I'll always love to be wrong about that. But, hmm, take it a day at a time, see see how it goes. Now let's talk about those died suddenly instances. We've got three of them I'm going to go through here of uh, celebrities, famous, prominent people, quote unquote, died suddenly. The UFC family is saddened by the passing of UFC Hall of Famer Stefan Bonar. I think he was 45 years old. Yeah, 45 years old Stefan Bonar, UFC Hall of Famer. He died. I'll tell you why I don't think this is a vaccine death. Because A, he's UFC. Most UFC fighters are pretty freaking awake and aware and don't take no shit and aren't vaccinated right not only that i think from what i read in a report this guy started training again for another fight so that leads me to believe possibly performance enhancing drugs if not peds then pre-workouts caffeines smelling salts do they do much of those in the ufc um Things that make athlete heart go boom, boom. So I, I don't think this one was vaccine, honestly. I don't think he took the shot. I think he just, you know, fighter. He's a fighter and taking stuff to train again, to get physically fit again. And unfortunately, that happens. So rest in peace to him. Uh, we also had a legendary ladies pro golf association. Golfer Kathy Whitworth passed away suddenly at the age of 83. That's 83, though. That's 83. So, there's that. I mean, maybe she got the vaccine. I don't know if she was vaccinated or not, does it? Uh, This article doesn't talk about any vaccine status. It's Fox News, so of course. But, okay, I mean, this one could go both ways. I don't know. Not going to automatically assume vaccine until proven otherwise. Do not assume makes an ass out of you and me. And then this one, though, I think was a good. I think it was a good chance he was vaccinated. So Dex Tejera, Tejera, executive producer for George Stephanopoulos. Stefan Nabalabalas at ABC. He was 37 years old. So incredibly sad. Got a family. He left behind. He was only 37. Um, oh, man. It is sad. Jackasses in the fake news are jackasses. And, you know, he was probably a lefty like that. But you don't want to see something like this happen. And then let him leave behind a family. 37 years old. It's sad. So don't wish that upon anyone out there. What I do wish is people would wake the fuck up so this doesn't have to happen. But uh, yeah, he worked at ABC, so probably had a vaccine mandate and probably likely maybe double, triple boosted. So bummer. Um, But that one, yeah. Check on that. All right. One more thing on vaccines. Researchers at the University of Houston. What the hell, Texas? Come on, Texas. I guess there's like uh, 30 million people in Texas, so some of them are bound to be stupid, but what the hell, Texas? So University of Houston, it's a university. I guess it doesn't matter how red the state is. If it's a university, it's going to be a pit of shit. So Houston U developed a new vaccine that blocks fentanyl from entering the brain. Yeah, a vaccine for fentanyl. Th- I mean, whatever big pharma can make money on, we beat pharma this year. Whatever pharma can make money on, they're going to try to make money on it. So, Univer- University of Houston's like, all right, we'll sell a fentanyl vaccine. And then on the down low, on the back end, we're going to be trafficking some fentanyl into the area. Ha <laughs> ha, I need a Mr. Burns button. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> or who? Or who's funding this study? Pfizer. Pfizer fund study makes fentanyl vaccine. Also, Pfizer caught trafficking fentanyl into the country with the CCP. <sighs> Just. Oh my god. Okay. Here's the thing. Are they talking like an overdose shot, though? And they're just using really shitty language and calling it a vaccine? If it's a overdose shot... Oh my god, this guy's over ODing on fentanyl. Poke him. It works almost instantly to block fentanyl from crossing the blood-brain barrier or something like that. Uh, Alright, that that's, sounds like a good idea. But if they're talking about something that the person can take, like, daily, oh, I'm gonna take it every day, just in case I accidentally catch fentanyl, Oh geez, I'm gonna wear a mask out in public, but just in case uh, I snort something and that white powder, well, I guess with fentanyl, the way it's accidentally being put into, accidentally, see my air quotes, being put into shit like, Kids candy and stuff like that, but, oh um, yeah, this is just stupid, isn't it? I, pff, I didn't know fentanyl was contagious. <laughs> How do you even take that shit? Do you have to do it in a, in a needle? Or can you just like sprinkle it on your sandwich and eat it or something like that? I don't do needles, so I just can't. Needles ain't my thing. Uh, I had to get my blood drawn once when I was like 10. Ugh. Freaked me the fuck out. I wanted to like keel over and bleh. All right. A um, few more topics. Geoengineering, everyone's favorite. Especially Bill Gates. It's definitely Bill Gates' favorite. So a startup. This is from MIT. Because they're the smartest people in the freaking world, right? MIT, or is it Harvard? Harvard, or Yale. MIT Technology Review. A startup says it's begun releasing particles into the atmosphere in an effort to tweak the climate. Plot twist. It's the University of Houston spraying a bunch of fentanyl into the atmosphere so they can sell more fentanyl vaccines. (laughs) Um... This startup is called Make Sunsets. Make Sunsets. And thank God they're spraying this sulfur, reflective sulfur particles into uh, Mexico. Not over the U.S. yet. But um, spraying sulfur over Mexico, so I guess Mexico is going to smell the same. Smell like a big fart. Big fart in the atmosphere so make sunsets wow you know the reason i bring up harvard is because harvard is putting money into geoengineering programs and also bill gates working with harvard to do it darpa yeah i'm sure darpa's got some sort of toe in the water with geoengineering programs and research but uh i know Particularly, Harvard and uh, Bill Gates funded NGOs are working on it. But this makes sunsets. I don't know. I've never heard of make sunsets before. I don't know how big it is or anything like that. But yeah, great. Great. Climate change and shit, right? Uh, chemtrail sunsets. But they're, they're so beautiful, aren't they? And the chemtrails go over and they get so wispy. They get so wispy, and oh, what a pretty sunset. We would never get this without all the artificial clouds spraying aluminum and sulfur and... (laughs) What what are the other metals they found in those trail sprays? There was that study that biologists did in Mount Shasta, and they tested the Shasta snow, I think found a bunch of metals and shit. Strontium, that's one of them. Barium. Ah, how could I forget? I probably have so much of those in my blood right now. Aluminum and sulfur. I just want pretty sunsets and, a, and global warming to go away because I'm not cold enough right now. We need a colder titanium. I've never heard of titanium being in the sprays. But I'm not sure the weight—the weight of like a powdered nanoparticle titanium—it might fall too fast. Um, but you know, fentanyl is gonna be in them soon. All right, let's talk about the power loss in Washington State. Thousands losing losing power after three substations targeted. The most recent number I've seen is four. I think an update today was saying four. This is from yesterday. Thousands lose power. These are substations near Tacoma. Um, and remember earlier this month, North Carolina reported outages. The Carolinas, both Carolinas actually South Carolina too. Let's see, I was kind of near Tacoma, so I'm seeing if the town that I was living in is named in this. No, I don't see it. I don't think that was across the water. So, yeah, um, Tacoma can live without power. They're mostly Antifers and BLMers there, so they could just, like, burn a bank or something and heat the whole block. I don't know. Tacoma would be fine. So... Uh, Most mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful climate change here. I think this was a professional job. Because particularly with the events in the Carolinas and also Washington, Oregon earlier in the month. Number one, they were saying it was small arms fire that took out the substations. So people went up there with rifles. And their pew-pews shot the substations. And to shoot, I mean, you have to really know what you're doing. You have to know what little box on these giant complex wires and boxes and coils and all that stuff. you got to know exactly what to shoot and, I mean, what rounds to have, too. I mean, what are they shooting that with? 308, some... Heavier caliber stuff, taking their 50 BMGs out there. But shoot, I mean, they got to know what they're doing and shoot the exact right spot and know how to penetrate it and take it down. And in these most recent ones, these substations getting hit yesterday in Tacoma, they're just saying vandalized. Equipment was vandalized. Yet it cut power to 14,000 people vandalized like what do they do spray paint a big wiener on the side of the substation and it knocked out power what do you mean vandalize that just sounds like a vague soft excuse to not say that what really happened there oh they were just vandalized that's the cover story that's the easy version that we'll put out to the public meanwhile Like, what really happened? Stuff was hacked up and shot and blown up and... Just hit the Transformers and cause a coolant leak? What do you need to hit the Transformers like that, though? I mean, can you just, like... Poke it with a fork? What do you need? Axe? Hammer? Big giant railgun? Like, how... I'm... I, I'm no expert in those matters, so. I know in the, what happened earlier this month, they said small arms fire. In this one, they're just calling it vandalism, but obviously, what kind of friggin' vandalism? Like, kids with a, with a stick hitting it or something? BB gun? <laughs> friggin' wrist rocket, like, ah, pew. No, it's probably gotta be something bigger than that. Not just vandalism, as you would think spray paint cans and whatnot all right um kamala harris getting more bus loads of oh yeah and that's a good point too the substations have electrified fencing or at least barbed wire around their fencing at least all the substations i've ever seen the fences are pretty solid so they really wanted to take those things down uh kamala harris got a bunch more migrants bust over to her house on Christmas Eve, these ones came from Texas. Kamala didn't want to take the migrants home, so they were taken to a local church. Man, I feel—I I think so many things about these. I feel so many ways. So it's kind of sad that migrants are—you know—they're being bused across the country. For a political stunt let's be real it's a political stunt it is and for the migrants to be bussed across the country like that it's kind of sad used for a political stunt although 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 they're pretty nice buses they ain't school buses i mean these are these, they're riding coach and if they didn't want this to happen they wouldn't have came into the country so there's that argument consequences right they would probably know, oh, maybe I'll get a bus ride to Washington, D.C. if I go in. Heck, maybe that's why these migrants came across the uh, border, because they knew they were going to get bussed up to some politician's house. They wanted to say hi. Um, uh, but, hey, what you going to do? Freaking funny, though. <laughs> Just bus him to Kamala Harris's home. Oh, Sorry. I called them migrants, not illegals. Are you upset at me, potato, potato? They're humans. Let's call them humans. These humans were bust from Texas to uh, DC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Kamala. Come on, they're not white people. You should like them better, right, Kamala? Invite them in. Uh, Last thing here, Robert Downey Jr. I saw this today. Does that look like Robert Downey Jr. to you? Does that? If I saw that picture, I would not think Robert Downey Jr. at all, but I guess that's him because he's vegan now. He's been vegan for a few months, and another photo, look at that. That is uh, Robert Downey there. He looks like a cancer patient. Robert Downey. Here's another photo that came out of him. This one's recent, from just a few days ago, and he really does look like a cancer patient. Where does hair go? Um, he's vegan now. Freaking destroying himself. And they're calling him Iron Deficiency Man. <laughs> Iron Deficiency Man. Lack of Iron Man. Um, pretty funny pretty freaking funny So I you know the whole vegan argument it's one that gets me cuz there's there's so many aspects to it and it's just a bunch of people who freaking think with their emotions and use the whole morality animal argument slaughter ah these people are just they're scared of death and they're not honestly they're not using logic they're not using their brain a lot of it's climate changers too. And you know, they often don't use their brains, but I ah, just mm-mm. can't do the whole vegan thing, man. But here's the thing, any diet you eat, it's a, it's a tool for a goal. Unless you're just eating like a child and thinking, Ooh, tastes good. Num, num. But if you're actually dieting for a particular reason, then A vegan diet can be used in, I mean, let's just say if I came down with some degenerative disease or found out I had cancer or something like that, I would go, I would go, not vegan, I would go vegetarian for a few weeks and do some pretty intensive juicing protocols. I would be eating certain soups. There's a therapy called the Gerson therapy that's a generally vegetarian diet and it's, it's quite intensive, quite detoxifying, but you're just, you're just flooding your body with, with nutrients and detoxifying the shit out of yourself. But you only, I would only do it for a certain amount of time until, uh, you know, I felt I got enough of those nutrients and shit out of me that I'd be able to add in the meat again or eggs or whatnot. Um, Any diet's just a tool. So, yeah. The vegan diet can be used to... If you need it, I would do it. But it's not something I would do long-term. Definitely not something I would do long-term. And... Yeah. Red meats. Heck yeah. Chicken, fish. Make sure it's grass-fed. Make sure the animals were happy. And that destroys the whole morality argument. Like, yeah. Factory farm food not only is it trash for you if the chicken was in a factory farm or the cow was in a factory getting its udders pumped or something like that. Not only is it trash food, but sad animal. Sad animal. Sad story. Uh, you want that animal happy. You want it on a good farm. You want it grass-fed or out in the pasture. And honestly, put yourself in the, in the shoes of the animal. If you were a cow... If I was a cow that was chilling on Farmer Fred, everybody's Fred tonight. Farmer Fred's lawn, and I had a nice pasture to roam around in and fence around. Didn't have to worry about the wolves or the coyotes. Shit, yeah, put me on that farm, and I will gladly die at the end of my life <laughs> to be food, you know. And then my body would go as sustenance to to help other living things. Like what? God, these these like superficial spirit superficial spirituality with so many people are lost in or their emotions are running them so um yeah don't eat factory trash genetically engineered trash make sure whatever you eat was in a happy environment and i'm all for meat. all right guys so that's um let me bring some tunes. We'll do some Q and I'll read some comments for a little bit. Hmm. What am I gonna play though? Viking tunes. Food has frequency, food has Chi, life force energy, bio photons, whatever you want to call it. That's why you, I mean, whatever you want to eat, you want it to have been, I mean, obviously alive. That's another argument. Oh, poor animal eating life. You're eating a plant, which is also a sentient being. It has a consciousness, plants do. Not the same sort of level as consciousness as maybe animals and self-aware humans, but it emits energy, it emits electricity. Taking the life of something to eat it, so. Oh, but cow cry. Okay, real quick. They're saying the pence run is a prank. Right, Benny Johnson, you bastard. Ben, Mike Pence spokesman says, former VP did not file the run for president, suggests that someone pranked social media. Well, you got me. I trusted Benny's post that I shouldn't have. That was, oh man, that was me. That was my bad because Benny didn't link shit here. This is the problem. This is the problem with people who just freaking copy and paste headlines. Sorry, Benny. I like you, Benny. I like Benny. Benny's funny. Tracks me up. I think, I think he's good people. But, studies have shown that if you put the word BREAKING in capital letters with either a red alarm or an explosion emoji, then it's scientifically proven to increase the amount of likes and retweets and shares that your post gets statistically by like 84% I'm not kidding you except I am but really it kind of it kind of does actually if you just put like breaking or just in that's the, that's the new one just in blah 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 blah, blah, blah. I'm again people share Okay. Mike Pence, fake news. You are fake news. (laughs) Music to lab. That down a bit. juicing get all the vegetables you need easily yeah juicing is not easy though <laughs> this shit takes time and money i was juicing a lot a few months ago but man it cost quite a bit it'll cost like seven to ten bucks per juice and then to just to clean the thing that was the biggest pain in the ass Just to clean my juicer would take like a solid 15, 20 minutes. And you also, good point here, you don't get the fiber. Which is also important, yes. And then there's a lot that's in the, with the juicer poops out, the, the dehydrated rind, the rind of it. Granted, if you have a composter, you could just throw the rind in that, which would be great. But, if you juice with no composter, then... Yeah, Nutribullets are good. You're making smoothies, though. It's not a juicer. But smoothies are also helpful. You can throw things like chia seeds and hemp seeds and bee pollen and all kinds of good stuff in your smoothies. So I would I would kind of go between both of them. I would juice smoothie. Haven't juiced in a little while though. Maybe I should. But yeah, juicing does preserve enzymes that normally die when you cook the food, or even when you blend it with a blender that's rotating at such a high RPM that kinetic energy can also destroy some of those enzymes. But with a juicer, you want to make sure it's a slow juicer called a masticating juicer. Not a masturbating juicer, a masticating juicer has a slow RPM, so those are the ones that go brr, brr, brr. What's the RPM on? Them? I mean, pretty low. The cheap juicers are the really high RPM. They're going like thousands, thousands RPMs, and uh, um, they destroy. So you don't get as much nutrients in those juicers. A good juicer will run you like three hundred bucks. You masticate in private. That's nice, Rick. Just don't masticate on Zoom like Jeffrey Tubin. Psyllium powder takes care of fiber needs. I'm not really a fan of psyllium because it's quite um, it's quite irritating. It's like a cheap fiber, it'll work for sporadic stuff, but I wouldn't use psyllium powder on a daily basis. It's, uh so our guts need a specific ratio of soluble to insoluble fiber. It prefers a specific ratio. And I think psyllium is like almost the direct opposite. It's too insoluble, I think, and it, for some people it can irritate. Their bowels. I like to use chia seeds because I think chia seeds are, have a better soluble to insoluble fiber ratio. And, uh, all's well there. Plus, chia seeds have, um, get some good fats, essential fatty acids, amino acids, things like that. Just eat the damn vegetables. Vegetables are overrated. Eat the animals that eat the vegetables. Yeah, right, Vikings never juiced. Correct. But they also died at what, like 38? Everybody did back then. Vikings got a lot of parasites from eating raw fish. They ate so much fish. I don't think they cooked it well enough. So Vikings were averse to lots of parasites. on simulation theory yeah let's switch up the conversation switch up the topic that's a good question that might be a question for for a video I think simulation theory is for computer nerds who don't want to use words like God or divine or creator so they uh in their techie brains they got to come up with semantics to uh, talk about these more abstract ideas. It's like their right brain's trying to start, like the gears in their right brain are trying to start moving, but their left brain's taking over. Although, to get a little deeper on that, simulation would imply a, a form of like computer programming. And that would mean you would actually have to have like some sort of person programming the game. She's use like a video game, for example. And I, I don't personify the idea of God or, or the divine power or creative force in the cosmos. I don't personify that. And it would I think an idea behind simulation theory would be you would have to have some sort of being there, writing the code, if you will, and then in writing the code, there would have to be certain rules or parameters in which the simulation would have to operate. Now, I think with free will and a collective consciousness, those parameters aren't written by an outside code writer being, but would be written by the participants in said simulation, so I can kind of see where some of the simulation theory people are coming from, but I think it's a, it's a little too much of a left-brained approach, and um, yeah, people are too freaking obsessed with computers, man. Light speed seems to be a parameter for us. Is it for us, or is it just a reference frame? I don't think it's a parameter. I think light speed is just a reference frame. I think plenty of stuff in our universe goes faster than the speed of light. We just might not have the uh, the the technical know-how or the sensor ability to pick it up. Or maybe the scientists out there in mainstream land just don't have the even thought. I mean, they believe it can't happen, so they're never gonna look for it. No, I don't think light speed is a parameter. I think the speed of light is just a reference frame, and there are possibly things that can go faster than that reference frame. What goes faster than the speed of light? Thought. <laughs> speed of thought. Um, some of these craft. There's there's possibly forms of maybe magnetism or electro, electricity, too. Uh, there could be forms that go faster than the speed of light. certain energies, it could go faster than the speed of light, which would lead to, okay. Physical matter then could be changed to a different... God, I hate the word energy because it's actually very vague and abstract. Um, Physical matter could be changed at the substrate level to go faster in the speed of light. Quantum entanglement is the fancy name. There you go. Disproved Einstein light speed speed limit. Something like that. Right, right, even mainstream science admits that some explosions that come off the sun are faster than the speed of light. Because you'll get a, you know, they say what? Light takes eight, nine minutes to get to Earth. You'll have a blasty blast on the sun, and then some of those particles hit almost instantly, don't they? Incredibly fast in seconds. The light wave minutes later, the the visible the visible photon light part of it. And then the slower particles later. Oh, black holes! The gravitational forces of black holes are stronger than the speed of light and this faster. What does science know about black holes? And how do they think they know it? How do they come to their conclusions about black holes and gravitational forces of such? Is it through guesswork on the data? So that's what a lot of... That's what a lot of theories come out to be, is just guesswork on data. It's not direct, observable, where they like observe things and then do guesswork on the observations. Uh, dark matter, dark energy, all that horseshit. Science is a black hole, there you go. Biden's brain is a black hole. You know Me some good questions now. If you get these, I'm going to write down. Racist bringing up black hose. White hove. I'm not racist, I hate all races the exact same. I hate everybody the same. I'm not racist. <laughs> Take for X-Protect to decide it's okay for electrogravitics to become bog-standard infrastructure. What's X-Protect? What do you mean, bog-standard infrastructure? Uh, Thank you, Trump or Mike. Happy New Year's. 2020 is going to be epic. The object may be called What is that language? Something number number Oumuamua Oumuamua Isn't that that already out of the solar system? A space turd Oumuamua Appreciate that Mike Um, ah, where was that comment on ElectroGravitics? Uh, I'm going to take this comment just to mean how long would it take for, to decide it's okay for ElectroGravitics to become standard infrastructure? Um, at least a decade or two. I guess it would depend on how it would get released. Would it get released through standard commercial means? Because that would take quite a, I mean, the financial system would have to get reworked. And of course the energy cartels, the energy company system, propulsion, what would the FAA and the whole flight, I don't know if it's commercialized. um, Very difficult to even perceive what our society would be like if anti gravity technology were released. There were so many little factors you have to bring into it. And factors you can't even account for, too. So. x protect the guys that knock on your door after 12 a.m when you succeed in opening a wormhole in your garage so x protect is stargate sg1 right sir we have detected um a ufo in your garage can you turn that off please you broke some substations in Tacoma, Washington. We're going to have to tell everybody you vandalized them. All right, guys, I'm going to head out. I got some burgers to make. Ah, good old non-vegan burgers. Extra grass-fed, fat, happy cows. Live good lives. Gonna be in my belly soon now. So, uh, thanks for talking, guys. See you on Wednesday, same time. Same accounts, same channels. Make sure you thumbs up these videos. Go follow me on Telegram. Let me let me rattle these off. Telegram, True Social, Gab. I'm posting on Getter again. Getter and freaking Instagram. The freaking the one big tech one I'm on. Waiting to get back on Twitter. Still waiting. Come on, Elon. Don't hand your company off until you let us all back on Twitter. Okay. Okay. Deal. Twitter soon, but I'm on Instagram, so um you know. Gotta try to reach new people. Love getter, love true social, love telegram, but it's gonna be tough to get the normies on those platforms. Gotta reach the normies, so Instagram, Twitter it is. Um, X protect Oh yeah, that's uh Mulder and Scully, right? Yeah. I never watched the X Files. Maybe I should try. I don't know why. I just never watched it. Eh. i watching Jack Ryan right now. Spy shit. Maybe X-Files next. Okay, guys. See you on Wednesday. Uh, Substack came out today. Go check it out. Might have another one today or tomorrow. And then see what else. See what else to work on. See what else comes up. All right, guys. Thanks for the chat. See you in a couple days.